Fishy Babies, welcome back. This is your kinda well, kinda toxic, mainish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. I feel like I get so caught up shooting everything in my life. I think I should be doing certain things. And it's not even what I actually want to do, which is so weird. <laughs> like, So I just want to break that down a little bit today with you guys, because I know that I cannot be the only person that shoulds all over herself constantly. I will do this for complicated things like trying to find the best place to live or I will do it for not complicated things like the other day I was at the grocery store and couldn't pick between margarita pizza and pizza that had ricotta and arugula and stuff on it. Basically the same thing just in different variations, right? Like couldn't pick and I you know, was trying to think in my head, just like pick which one you want. And I kept coming back to this idea of, but which one should I get? And like, should for what reason? I let it get way out of control. But that's just the thing. I do this shoulding and don't follow a gut feeling because I'm thinking of what decisions I'm making now and where will those decisions get future me instead of focusing on what present me really wants and I'm not I'm not gonna shit on myself completely for that because I do like that mentality like I do think that's cool that if I am going to be making these decisions like I want to make decisions that are going to set me up for success in the future that's kind of the mindset that I like to have just for my life as a whole I would rather be the person that grinds it out and works hard now so that I can, you know, use my money and enjoy life in the future compared to a lot of people my age that seem to just want to go on trips and party and do all those things. I'm not knocking that like that's super fun and it's definitely a great way to spend your 20s. It's just not the way that I look at things. It's not the way that my mind necessarily works. So obviously I apply that to these shoulds that I will say, okay, well, I should be doing this because that's what's going to make me better in the future. And again, like that's cool, but I just can't let it take over my entire life and leak into things as stupid as what pizza I should be picking up from the store. Like it's not that serious, bro. It's not that serious. Like, take a step back. There are things that we should be doing, right? Like, there are obvious things that we should be doing in our life that we might not want to do. Like, you should be doing something to have a source of income, no matter what that is. You should have a job of some sort. It could be self-employed or you could be working for somebody else, whatever works best for you, but you should make an income somewhere. You should be paying your bills, you know, you should be making sure that you have a roof over your head and that you have water and electricity. (laughs) You should be saving your money in case anything were to come up. You should, you know, not live your life on drugs because then you will be like the guy that I saw at the Hardee's down the street boxing an imaginary person. What are you, what's your day consists of, sir? Is this what you're doing with your life? Can't be me. (laughs) You should also be doing things like thinking about the consequences of your actions. Like what are those consequences going to be, both good and bad? That's something you should be thinking about. You should be thinking about the kind of person that 
you want to be and what things are going to make up that person, what actions and behaviors are going to create the image of a person that you have created in your head. You just can't allow these shoulds to be taken to an extreme, making it so that you're not making choices. Like all of the shoulds that I just listed are sure you're not like you don't 100% have a choice like with a job like you pretty much have to have a job, you know, but you have a choice in what you want that job to look like, how you want to spend your day to day life creating that income. It's these things that you have such a opportunity for choice. And while there's choice in obviously something like your job, we're taking these things that are a bit more creative is a word I guess I want to use in our life and making it so tough. Like, sure, be tough on yourself about what job you should have, what income stream you should be creating. Like that's something that is valid that you should be shooting yourself for. But what clothes you're choosing to buy, you know, it's just not as serious. It's not as serious. And I think that's where we, or at least I have to draw the line with things is allowing the fluidity of choice to come through in those not so serious choices but like for example with clothes I think okay well I need to come up with my style and stick to this specific trend in order to you know be happy with my wardrobe and while again that's true because that in itself would make me happy if I had an entire wardrobe that I really liked and it wasn't just miscellaneous crap that's in my fucking closet right now actually take into consideration the choices that I'm going to be making that are going to make me feel good and not doing what I think I should do or what I should wear or following what other people do. Like something that I do when it comes to this specifically, I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent, but I, I think it's so annoying that I will see something on somebody else. What Let that be a celebrity, somebody on the internet, somebody that walks by me on the damn street. And I think, oh, well, I really like that. But that person is completely different than me. But I think that if I purchase that piece of clothing or that jewelry or that hair piece, that it's going to work for me, that it's going to fit perfectly on my body, on my face. And that's not how it works. It just kills me that like I do that and I never even really like take into consideration. Oh, that's pretty on her. Is that something that would work for me? I just put it on me and assume that because I am also pretty that it will work for me. But I can be a totally different pretty than somebody else. And it might not work on me. You know, you get what I'm saying? I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like this, again, weird, like should construct that I have in my head that I'm like, well, I should be doing that because she looks good. So obviously, that's what I should be doing in order to look good too. It's stupid. I like, why? Like, there's no right way to do that, you know? And for whatever reason, I'm like, there's a right way. <laughs> and that's why pretty people look the way that they do because they're all doing the same thing. No. No, no, like that's that's literally it's so fucking weird to vocalize the things that you obsess over in your head because it's just so not true, you know, like it's just so not how it works. I also realized that I've been like crunched over this entire time trying to talk into the mic. So like, let me just like spread out a little bit because I'm getting a little 
getting all hyper and I'm crunching myself down. Lower my shoulders, calm down a little bit, you know. The thing that really pushed me over the edge to talk about this, I was talking to my friend about how much we love golf cart communities. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like when you can just like drive around the community on a golf cart when it can be something that's a little bit more country vibe if you will like she was talking about where she's moving which is the town in indiana so it's a little it's a little bit more country you know not sure if i love that vibe but when i was in wilmington i was staying at carolina beach and that was like a golf cart community too that everybody just fucking cruises around on golf carts and they've got golf cart parking how cool is that, right? And that's the kind of like life that I would love to live. Bonfires, people are nice to each other. You're just like having fun and it's relaxed and not so go, 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 go. And I think that I was trying so hard to convince myself that I was a city girl and I just don't think that I am, you know, because don't get me wrong, I loved living downtown Chicago, but I think that I loved it more because it was an accomplishment. It was a goal of mine, being somebody who's grown up outside of the city. That was like a glamorous thing to be able to do. And then I did it and, you know, I wouldn't do it again unless I was rolling in money. But when her and I were talking about this, I we both had the same idea that we wanted to be city girls based on TV shows that we watch and we emulated. They, these fabulous women had these wonderful lives living in the city. She was talking about her life that she's emulating being like sex in the city, if you can picture that. Or I think of Gossip Girl or any of those like high fashion, prestigious women Real Housewives, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, is that prestigious? I don't know, not really, but <laughs> having, but that's, like, oh my God, look at that light bulb fucking moment. That's what I just said. Like, if I had money, like, that would be cool to live down there again. But, and that's what all of those people are. So, you know, I'm trying so hard to squeeze my life into an image of a life that I have in my head, but I, I don't have the means for it. It's not fair to me. I'm not setting myself up to to be happy in a city because I can't live up to the expectation of it. If my expectations weren't there for living in a city and I was cool just like living in a not so nice area and having a not so nice apartment, but I was able to be downtown and experience the food and shows and stuff like that. But like even the shows and shit, bro, like that's expensive too. Like I would rather be able to go outside and do things outside that don't that fit more with my budget and my means because that does fit more of my lifestyle expectations and I also just think a, a city vibe like isn't good for somebody that's brain it goes as fast as mine you know like if my brain moves so fast why would I put myself in such a fast-paced environment maybe that would work you think that it might, but I think it's too much for me. Like, I think it's too much stimulation that with a brain that is like, mur, 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 go, 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 go. And then also putting myself in the environment that is the same exact mentality. It's like overload and I can't handle it. It slows my brain down when I'm in places that aren't like that. And I think that's why it feels so good to be in those places. 
I'm basically trying to do what I want instead of what I think I should. Because most of the time I'm doing what I think I should, even if it doesn't fit into A, my lifestyle resources, like my capability of how I can live. And honestly, just how I straight up want to. Just because I saw a TV show that somebody looked fabulous doing it doesn't mean that I have to too. I can like that. And that doesn't mean that that has to be who I am if it's not even truly what I enjoy. Because every time I try, it's like I'm not having a hoot and holler time, you know? I don't love people. (laughs) I don't love to mingle and, and be around random groups of people. Like it's just not fun for me. I like to have genuine conversations with people and that's about it. (laughs) Like I I don't do well in a small talk atmosphere and that's like literally what living in a city is and like I don't get anything out of doing that. I would rather develop genuine relationships with people and that's the kind of vibe that I want and I don't know why I like try to fight that so bad. I keep trying to fit this narrative that I think I should be in and I'm not doing what actually feels good which is so weird. I did this too. I went when I went to college, I chose where I went to school because it was in a more rural area. I had grown up going to my grandma's farm out in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, and loved it. Like I loved going out there. It always felt like it was an opportunity for me to unplug, relax. I was just playing around my grandma's farm as a kid with my cousins and my sister and we always had a great time out there you could watch the sunset you could run through the fields you could walk through the creek have bonfires it was fun you know even like the small town living when you would go into the town was fun to me too so I thought that's this is where I want to live this is like the kind of atmosphere that I want then I realized as I got older, that with that atmosphere also came mm, different personalities. I'll use the word different personalities (laughs) that I don't necessarily mesh with. I mesh more with the personality that comes with a city person, a more open-minded point of view. So the entire time I was at school in the rural area, I was like, absolutely the F not. I need to go back to the city. That's where I belong. And that's when I moved to downtown Chicago. And even then I was like, I don't know. I don't really fit in here either. Like, I don't really feel like I'm at home. Like, I feel like I'm at home only because this is where I grew up. But that's about it. It didn't give me this like overwhelming, this is it type of feeling. And that's what happened when I then moved to Charlotte is that I thought that I would move to North Carolina, a place that I had wanted to move my entire life. And because I moved to Charlotte, which is basically just a small version of Chicago, I still was like, meh, like, what is this? And that's why when I went to Wilmington and I had that overwhelming feeling of like, oh my God, like, why am I not living here? I also had that feeling when I went to Italy. When I went to Italy, when I was a senior in high school, I remember looking at the mountains and I'm looking at the Mediterranean Sea and it's fucking beautiful there, right? I was in Sicily and thinking, oh my God, like you could live absolutely anywhere in the world. And for whatever reason, we live in the Midwest. Like, what the fuck is that? Why do people choose to live there? I don't know. And if you like it there, I'm sorry. Most of my listeners are probably from the Midwest. (laughs) No shade. I just, I don't know. I think like, wow, this is just flat land. What's 
what's going on here when something like that exists. It blows my fucking brain. But we just don't give ourselves that opportunity because obviously it sucks because, you know, you want to be living by your family and friends. And I want that. Like, it makes me sad that I can't live by my family and friends. I would love to just spend the day with them and hang out with them and have that be what I'm doing. I think about that often, but there are things that you have to sacrifice in order to get what you want. And coming back to this idea of what you should be doing, it's like you should be spending time with your family, but then you realize that you're not happy with where you live and that you're not even with your family most of the time. It's just that they are within arm's reach. Just because I'm not following the typical should people do doesn't mean what I'm doing is wrong because it makes me happy overall. Another fucked up thing that I do with this should expectation is because I live my life in a way that I'm trying to make decisions that will set future me up for success. I try to plan the type of people that are in my life and that's just kind of fucked up. Like I can't control the people that do come in and out of my life. And honestly, I really am a believer of people are in your life for what is the saying that they're in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I think that's what it is. Basically, I'm a believer in that they are there for a purpose. And to try to control that is asinine. But you know, I do it. You know, you bet your ass that I do that. Like, (laughs) and I just think that's so funny that we sit here and plan out like this is the type of husband that I want to have or this is the type of friends that I want to have or this is the type of relationship with my sibling that I want to have and you have no idea how that person is going to act or play their life out and you can't control that and you're going to be upset that things aren't going as planned why like that's what like I get so upset that I am not that things aren't perfectly meeting my expectations there's just no way to plan that shit out and that people are gonna behave in the exact way that you want them to that's insane to think that you can control that and what I'm just supposed to like cut people out yeah obviously if somebody is totally toxic and doesn't fit into my life in the right way then yeah yeah you got to cut that person off but I'm not cutting somebody off because they like to live their life a little bit differently than me you got to choose your asshole you know what I mean not everybody is gonna have every single quality that you like just like you're not going to either it's just the way that it is and trust me that fucking makes me so mad because Hi, people pleaser. I want to have every quality that everybody likes, (laughs) but that's just not the way that it works. If something doesn't fit into my shoulds, then I immediately like lose my marbles about it. I think like, oh, this isn't for me. This isn't going as planned. This obviously isn't gonna. I'm going to fail. This isn't going to get me where I want to go. And I kind of like freak out a little bit. I'm totally not being open-minded to the opportunity that it's coming into my life for instead of seeing it as something that's coming into my life and accepting that as such, I am just completely shutting it down and not even giving it a chance at all as if it can't be fluid, as if my ideas can't change, as if my perception can't change. You're allowed to change your mind, bro. Your personality is not fixed 
it's always going to be changing and it's always going to be adapting to the new things and knowledge and information and experiences that you're taking in on a day-to-day basis. So many people think that you're supposed to be the same person that you were when you were 10, 15, 25, whatever. And I like I so often catch myself doing that, that I think like, oh, okay, well, I liked that when I was young. So that must mean that's the true way that I am supposed to be living my life. When my perception and experiences and knowledge that I had when I was 15 years old is obviously different than the ideas, perception and knowledge that I do here at 24. I've experienced more things. I know more things. I have different perceptions, whether that is good or it's bad. It's made up the person that I am now. And obviously that would continue to change my personality. So we sit here and ask ourselves the question of who we are, but it is ever evolving. I know that a lot of the times we hear that there is a who we are to our core. And while that might be true, I just don't know how much I believe that. Because so quickly, you have the ability to shift. And I know that at my core, I am not the same person that I was in junior high. Fuck no, I'm not her. I know that I am not the same person that I was in high school. Fuck no, I'm not her either. And I feel like I'm coming to a shift again that I'm not the same person than when I was in college. I was standing at the bar the other day and I was ordering myself a drink and I don't know why I had this like moment of feeling like I was so much better than I used to be when I would stand and order a drink like in college let's say and I would be like nervous and timid and not sure what to order and you know now I'm sitting here ordering a Bloody Mary (laughs) and it's 10 o'clock at night on a Tuesday (laughs) like is that the best time to order the drink like I don't know is that a weird thing to order at this time is that not you know it's not a Sunday brunch moment you know and I'm like thinking of like is this the weirdest thing to order and like literally who gives a fuck I can suck those things down in two seconds and then I get drunk and that's literally the only reason I'm drinking is to feel something so like not that's really that sounded a lot more dark than I meant it I just meant I drink to get drunk not I don't drink for the taste of alcohol so I but I do like the taste of Bloody Marys so fuck it like why would I not order that and I didn't give one fuck when I was ordering it and it was such a good feeling that I'm not sitting here trying to prove something to people anymore and I think that that is another shift in personality and that things are always changing. I think that this idea of who we are is so intertwined with this shooting mentality because we get so caught up in what we think we're supposed to be doing and who we should be that we have no idea who we actually are. All we know is the person that we think we are supposed to be because those are the traits that we've been following for the past however long. You're not crazy for wanting to do that because the reason that you are shooting yourself is because our lives are made up by a compilation of the things that we do. And so if the things that we do aren't a match to the person that we want to become, therefore the things that we should be doing in order to become that person, then what is it all for anyways? But the truth is, is you are who you think you are. Even if you behave in a completely different way, sure, you know, people might not see you as that, but people might not see you as that anyways, you know? People are always going to have their opinion of you and there's not shit you can do about it. 
what really matters is who you think you are. And if you think you are a certain way, doing the things that you think you should be doing isn't going to do anybody any good. It's not going to do you any good because you're not going to be happy and you're not actually ever going to end up getting to where your shoulds are trying to get you because it's not fulfilling to your wholest, true, genuine potential. When we set these expectations, we stop accepting reality. And again, I'm a big believer in that things happen for a reason. I totally believe in fate. And the way that I believe in fate is that things come into your life, again, for a reason. And the way that you take control of your life is by jumping on the opportunities that fate presents. And if we are shutting down every opportunity that presents itself because it doesn't fit accordingly with the plan that we have executed in our head. We're never opening ourselves up to the opportunity of something wonderful happening or something that really might be meant for us happening because you're automatically shutting shit down that you don't think you should be doing because it doesn't fit into the way that you pictured your life to plan out as if you're some guru that knows everything about how your life should plan out. You're following some book that literally doesn't exist on how to create the life that you want. You don't know the path. Everybody's path is different. Every every single person, even if they have a similar life now, I've talked about this before, even if they have a similar life now has a totally different fucking path on how they got there. So why do you think that you're the exception? Why do you think that if you follow the path that your uneducated on that topic brain comes up with and not what the universe that does fucking know what's best for you, if you know, whatever that means to you sets up in your path and you're just going to ignore that, like, because you think you're smarter than that. That's stupid. Like, what? don't do that. Don't stop doing what you think you should be doing and allow life to just fucking play out and jump on the opportunities that present themselves and take advantage of those opportunities in the way that you want to or that fit your plan so that you can create the ideal life that you want to live. Even when things do go as expected, you aren't as you know excited about it because it's these unsurprising events because you're gonna be like, yeah, I plan that shit out. And if things don't go the way that you want to, you're gonna be disappointed and be creating this resentment towards yourself because your life doesn't look like how you're plan in your head said it was going to look or you're creating this fear of failure for yourself because you constantly are creating these plans and then they're not going through the way that you wanted them to and then you're going to always be afraid that you're going to be a failure when you're not going to fail if you're not setting up those expectations. Something that I said that irritated some people (laughs) was having no expectations. I love that mentality to have no expectations. And the reason I irritated people when I said it was because they think of it in a way that you're not giving yourself standards, giving yourself something to live up to. And you know what? Like, that's kind of common sense, bro. Like, obviously, you need to fucking have standards for yourself. Obviously, you need to have expectations for yourself. Zero expectations doesn't mean to have low expectations. It doesn't mean that you will accept bullshit into your life, it means that you're not going to be disappointed if shit doesn't play out the way that you want it to and you're going to be excited for the opportunities that do present themselves because you're going to be open-minded about the opportunities that present themselves in your life and allowing yourself to see how it plays out long term. Let's get into what we need to do to actually ditch this shooting yourself mindset. 
essentially what you are doing when you're shooting all over yourself is telling yourself that you are not good enough. Whether you're directly or indirectly stating those things, whether that's using the word should or using the words I'm not good enough, like that is what you are doing. For whatever reason, I could not wrap my fucking head around. And I don't know why. I just thought that one day I would magically figure this out. I could never wrap my brain around that you actually have to put intention behind trying to fix these things, putting intention behind making sure that you're not shooting yourself. I guess I thought that if I read enough mental health books or did enough work internally or just like gave myself enough fucking anxiety, I guess, <laughs> about a certain topic that one day it would just seamlessly be a part of my life. And that's just not how that shit works. You actually have to practice it. Like you actually have to put intention behind trying to make a shift in the way that your brain sees things so that hopefully in the future when hard situations do present themselves, it will seamlessly fit into your life or even not even hard situations, but just in your day-to-day life when you're constantly shooting yourself, you stop doing it because you are aware that you are doing it. So seamlessly, it will become more of a habit, but that's not going to happen until it's intentional. It has to be intentional before it's seamless. There are two kinds of expectations that fall into this shooting ourselves category. The expectations that we set for ourselves and the expectations that we set for the people in our lives. I think realizing that things will always change was something that was very important for me personally, both related to the expectations that I set for myself and the expectations that I set for other people. A big issue that I have when it comes to this is feeling like a hypocrite. I will judge things before I even try them. That happens to me more often than not. TikTok is a great example of this. I was like one of those people that was highly against TikTok when it first came out and was like, I'm not fucking getting on that. Like, it's just a trend. Like, I I don't like trendy things. Like, that's just like not, I don't know. I try to like go against them because I think it's cool. I don't fucking know. Like, my reason behind doing that, I just don't want to follow them because I'm annoying. That's why. (laughs) But I was like, no, I'm not getting involved in that. And look at me now. Like now I'm like all about TikTok. And it takes me a while to be able to open myself up to those opportunities. Like I was resentful of even opening myself up to TikTok because I had already said out loud, no, I'm not joining that. Like that's stupid. Like I'm not getting involved in that. So then I feel like I have to stick to that mentality. But things are allowed to change. Now, does that mean maybe I shouldn't be so quick to judge things? You know, like this afternoon I drank a diet Pepsi (laughs) and I have said for my whole life, I will never let my lips touch diet anything, you know, and now I'm drinking diet pop and I'm like, you know, I feel a little hypocritical, you know what I mean? But it works with what I'm trying to do with my diet now. So you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to drink the diet pop so that I'm not constantly drinking corn syrup because it's my favorite thing in the goddamn world to drink. So I am still satisfying myself with the diet pop, but I'm upset about it or afraid about it because I feel like I'm betraying this old mentality that I used to have and I continue to drink regular stuff that's not good for me or I continue to you know, not open myself to the opportunity of TikTok again for an example because I'm like trying to stick to my guns because I think that's what I should be doing. I shouldn't be being a hypocrite, but like, what the fuck? Like, who who gives a fuck? It's not that serious, dude. Like, you can just drink the Diet Pop, and I actually enjoyed it, which was the other thing, because I decided to open myself up to it and not go into it with the shitty mentality. I actually liked it. The same thing applies for the expectations that I have for other people. 
you know, that as I have more experience with people and have new situations happen to me, new things become a priority. The more that I experience people that were dishonest, disloyal, ingenuine and fake, like those qualities in a person became very much a priority for me. I need people that are genuine. I need people that are loyal to me. I need people that are supportive and down to earth and transparent. Those are qualities that I look for in the people in my life. And I can set those expectations for people. But obviously, those are always going to be changing. And that's a good thing. There's no should when it comes to the specifics. And that's where it starts to get a little rocky is, you know, you should have these standards for yourself again, like we talked about a little while ago. But it's the it's the specificity of it that doesn't need to be so intense. Because yeah, while I'm still probably going to want somebody who's loyal in the future, maybe I will want somebody who who's more adventurous, okay? Like that's not something that I ever include in my friendship or relationship. It is something I include in my relationship description, but for some reason it's not something that I include in my friendship description. Maybe that becomes a little bit more of a priority for me because I want to experience life and if I don't have any friends to do that with, it's going to make it a little bit difficult, you know? <laughs> And who knows what other qualities that could shift and change and present themselves as I continue to experience things and learn things as I grow. An intentional thing that you could be doing to figure out your shoulds is making a list of your hard shoulds. What things in your life should you be doing? What things should people in your life be doing? Once you create that list, it'll be easier for you to look for patterns in your life that are going to more align with why you think you should be doing those things and making those choices so that the choices that you make that aren't so serious, a little bit happier for you. You'll be able to make freer, more fun, exciting choices for yourself because you will be choosing things that you want and not things that you think you should be doing because you're already going to know your shoulds, meeting those in maybe different ways or taking these smaller situations and making the choice of your shoulds align closer to that, but it doesn't have to be exact. And it's still falling in line with your wants compared to your shoulds. Look for things that don't make you feel good anymore. Look for the things in your life that you find yourself continuously doing because you think that you should be and not because it actually makes you feel good. Everything in your day should make you feel good. There is nothing that you should be doing that doesn't make you feel happy and full, like you're actually enjoying your life. We have programmed ourselves to think that we should be, you know? I I get that there's things that we are doing in our life that maybe we don't really want to be, but we should be doing, like paying our bills. But you should be able to look at those sorts of things with a different perspective. For example, like nobody likes to pay bills. Nobody wants to pay their rent, their mortgage, whatever. But Honestly, paying my rent is something that I feel really good about because I decided to change my perspective on it. I put the money to the side and I don't even look at it like I have it. I don't even look at it as something that I can spend. I don't even see it when I am pulling up my entire bank account because I am so happy to be paying my rent. I 
get to pay for a place for me to live in North Carolina with my boyfriend that I can decorate and I can have two cats and I can come home whenever I want. And it's just the coolest thing. Like I just, how fucking cool is that? That you can pay for a safe space for you to have and you can do whatever you want with that space. It's yours. That's cool to me. Like what a what a cool thing to be able to buy for myself every single month. Now, is it fun to spend my money on that? I guess not. But fuck that. Like this is a cool thing that I get to buy for myself. And when I was able to change my mentality on it and look at it from that way, I've never had a problem ever paying for rent ever. And what a freeing thing that was. So if there is something in your day to day life that you're like, this doesn't make me feel good. Stop doing it. Like literally stop doing it until you actually feel yourself genuinely wanting to do it again. If you're a person that feels like they should be exercising and they don't enjoy exercising, stop. Stop doing it and wait until you genuinely feel like getting up and moving your body again because I promise you that you will. You will not feel good, sedentary. You'll want to get up and move again. And what you'll find is that maybe there will be a different way for you to do that, that presents itself. Maybe you've been running on the treadmill for the last five years and you fucking hate it now. And after 30 days of not doing anything, you're going to feel yourself wanting to get up and move. And maybe you're going to want to go for a walk in the park, or you're going to want to run outside, or you're going to want to try swimming or yoga or do something else. You don't have to do things a specific way. Just because lifting weights and doing cardio is what you thought you were supposed to be doing, that doesn't mean that that's what you have to continue doing. And even if that means that for the next six months, you just do yoga or swimming or whatever, because that makes you feel good, maybe you will pick lifting weights back up again in the future because at that point you will genuinely want to do that. But you have to allow yourself the time to take a break maybe and to genuinely find that want for it in your life again. What fun, like what's the point? I was thinking, I was thinking about death earlier (laughs) and like specifically me dying and that fucking freaks me out. And it was freaking me out because I was actually like genuinely thinking about that. That's a thing that I'm going to be doing one day is dying. (laughs) And I think a lot of the time I don't think about it as seriously as I really probably should. I just think of it as this far off topic that will probably one day happen to me, but I don't really consider it as something that's ever going to happen to me. And so I don't put much weight into the things people say when they say, like, think about what you will feel good about when you are dying, like what you will have accomplished. And if you're going to feel good about that, I just think like, okay, so what can I do now? Like I come back to this like present mindset of like what I want to do with my life now and not long term what is actually seriously going to make me feel good because all of these tiny miscellaneous things that aren't that serious like who gives a fuck about those things it makes it all seem so much more frivolous so when I was actually like sitting there soaking this in and thinking about it genuinely I kind of was able to realize what things were more deep and important to me that I would actually care about when it was the end of my life. And that makes it seem so much easier to be able to take a break from the things that don't make me happy and revisit them in the future if that is what I want to do or find different ways to execute them so that I'm always living my life in a way that I enjoy. The next thing that you can do to try to stop shitting all over yourself is asking yourself 
what your decision would be if it didn't affect anybody else, whether that effect came from judgment of other people or literally directly affecting somebody else's life and figuring out what your answer would be if it literally only affected you, if you were the only person in the world and then either acting on that want because why would you not do what just makes you happy? Who gives a fuck about anybody else? Or if it is something that is going to hurt somebody else, if it does directly impact them, taking a moment and, you know, not doing that, (laughs) but considering what you could do to kind of get yourself out of that situation. Because I've used this example in the past when I've talked about this is like, let's say you are thinking about having an affair and you think, what decision would I make if I, if this was only affecting me and you would have the affair? Well, don't do that. But what does that say? about the relationship that you have obviously if that's your answer maybe you should reconsider the relationship that you have in your life and maybe let's say you choose to not have the affair because you shouldn't do that but and you should try to work on your relationship but you're not happy like is that what you should be doing are you just settling like should you be with that person if the answer was that you would hook up with that person if the opportunity presented itself or if it was only you that it impacted maybe you should reconsider the relationship that you have because it's possible that you could be much happier in a different relationship and you could make that other person much happier by not holding them hostage in a relationship that you don't even want to be here for you'll stop settling if you stop shooting yourself We have been trained and conditioned to view our wants as something we should fear and to follow the things that we think that we should be doing. But that's 100% something that can be reprogrammed and undone and we can retrain our brain to not look at those shoulds that we are specifically following the things that we want. It's just, you know, it takes practice and it's hard. Because it's so ingrained in the way that we think. But once you become aware of it, and I know this sounds cliche, but it's genuine. Awareness is the halfway point. If you are aware that these things are happening and that you're doing that, it's going to be much easier for you to stop it and redirect because you're going to realize like, hey, this is something that I think I should be doing and not something I actually want to do. Because so much of our behavior is driven by what we think we should be doing, we are actually losing, like we're straight up losing our ability to do what we want. Like honestly, when I think about it, sometimes I get like overwhelmed because I think like, oh my God, what do I even really want? I don't even know if I know what I really want because I'm so driven by what I think I should be doing. So it's something, again, like you have to practice it to kind of figure out what you want. You have to allow the day-to-day things in life to present themselves and answer those questions with the shooting at the front of your mind and recognizing when that happens so that you can navigate away from doing the things that you think you should be doing and towards asking yourself what you really want and what is going to make you feel good. If you can free yourself from all of this shooting, you are going to be able to create a life that you actually genuinely enjoy and want because you will have control of your life because you're going to be making choices that make you feel good. And how powerful of a thing to be able to do that. That is it for today's episode. Ishes, please rate and review the show. Grab your friends' phones, rate and review their families' phones, rate and review their. Don't forget 
to subscribe to the show. Both of those things help me out so, so much. Five stars, write a review, hit the subscribe button. You're good to go. You're out of here. So I can keep helping you become your most wellish self. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt on Instagram. You can follow Wellish on Instagram at Wellish Podcast. And then you can follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale Ishes. I will see you right back here next Monday. Talk to you then. Bye.